Hi friends, this is Cheryl from Tutoring with Cheryl and Tech Tutor Innovate. And if you hear a little background noise, it's because I'm actually on my way to a baby shower. And of course, I live on gravel roads and you're going to hear a little background noise as I'm talking uh, through my car phone to you. But I just uh, was hopping on to let you know kind of what's going on this week at Tutoring with Cheryl. Now, the first thing I am super excited about, and I'm just going to keep talking about this, is I am working with Kelly Michelle Duramshi and Yolanda Duguay. Um, and we are putting together a tutoring summit for um, teachers and tutors and homeschoolers, and it is called SOAR 2. And uh, we are rapidly approaching this event. It's going to be held on a Saturday, um, May. Tw- or, excuse me, let me rephrase that, March 23rd. Um, it'll start sometime in the morning and finish up right around noon or 1 o'clock. We've got some excellent speakers lined up. And I will start revealing who those people are very shortly. We just want to make sure that uh, we've recorded everybody and everybody's agreed to it before I start uh, shouting all the names out. But it is going to be tremendous. And the goal is really a wellness goal. Um, it's it's really um, to... to spark creativity in your mind about what are the possibilities for you as a tutor and can you teach and tutor can you run this as a side hustle or is it something that you can uh, develop into a full-time job and so we've got experts in the field Uh, we've got some people who've never been teachers and they just went into tutoring because they're they're excellent at something we've got um, a major micro schooler who's going to come and talk about setting up uh, her micro school and how she did it over the course of four years. It's a tremendous story. We've got um, people who've written books that are going to talk about their, writing their books. And we, I mean, we've got a whole slew of things. So it's not just that we're going to talk about, oh, I'm going to go to people's homes and tutor. Because guess what? That model doesn't work for everybody. And even in my business, in my tutoring with Cheryl uh, business, I no longer travel to people's homes because I just found it took me too long distance-wise. But if there's somebody that still wants to have in-home tutoring, they can come and see me. That's a model that works. And um, I also do the majority of my tutoring online. And it works out really, really well. And until you try it, you know, you're like, you can't really imagine it, uh, but you have to wrap your head around it. So that's kind of the cool part. This week I am hosting my friend Joanne Ventivogel, who is a math tutor, um, specifically upper level math on the Tutoring with Cheryl podcast. And I'm really excited to have her. She is uh, definitely an expert in her field and she provides such value for um, her high school uh, students and uh, they score really well on their SAT and uh, they earn scholarships. And so I'm excited to share um, her journey into the tutoring world, world with you. And, you know, I remember asking Joanne, tell me how you how you kind of got into this. And she said, well, I've always been a tutor. And I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that you could do that. So, you know, if you're a young person just starting out and you're like, oh, I, you're kind of indecisive about where you want to go uh, in, in, in your life, you know what? Tune in to Joanne's talk. She might be the person for you. So that that is outside of the SOAR 2 conference. Um, that is just um, an upcoming guest um, on the podcast. So I'm really excited to share her journey uh, with you. And then um, I'm working on a few other potential guests as they come up in the month. And I will be sharing that with you as well. Now, as far as the tutoring with Cheryl goes, I've got uh, for this week, I have a special... Um, guest that will be joining me uh, for a reading assessment. And so it is a, pa- 
parent of a second grader and um, you know just to alleviate any fears about you know like oh my gosh does she do a whole bunch of testing no I really don't it's a screener it allows me to quickly discover your child's reading level Um, and you know here's the thing I'm not gonna say your child is a G reader end of story we're done I'm gonna say according to this and according to this scale your child reads approximately at the G level which is approximately this grade this part of the year they can read this many words they had this many errors um, and then on the San Diego quick they were able to read here and this is where they met their frustration level and so therefore if I was going to work with your child this is what I would do for you now I've had many parents take me up on the assessment They hear what I'm going to do and then they don't return because it sounds very overwhelming to them. But here's the thing. Do you want the help or not? (laughs) That's, that's, that's the big thing. And, or do you have a better way of getting the help? And you know what? I'm just here as a resource, but I do often wonder when you've got a third grader reading at a kindergarten or first grade level and you took the time to come and see me, uh, just give it a shot and and you might really be surprised and I think a lot of times parents are worried about the price point uh, but I am not the most expensive person uh, out there I will definitely charge my worth but I am I get results and um, building confidence getting results having kids that can read and write I think is so valuable um, especially when you're if your child is struggling so get your child off the struggle bus it doesn't have to be with me it can be with somebody else but I'm really looking forward to meeting this new family and you know we'll see if they decide to work with me and that would be a lot of fun something else that I'm doing in my tutoring with Cheryl business is I'm currently working on my summer offerings. And I am going to be building out my Ed Hubs again just for summer. So that will be a click and learn style um, learning. So th- that that's really tailored for those families who their children are in so many things, the parents are still working full time, and they just cannot commit to a day and time with me during the summer. It just doesn't work. But what this does allow them to do is they can sit down on the weekends or some night during the week and they can log into their Google Classroom and they can get the instruction that I would normally give their child. Um, And then it's all based around a story. So I read a story and they do practice materials. There's some um, click and learn activities and there's also um, some print and usable things. So I provide that as a service Um, and that is a subscription that will start um, already in May so that will run May June July and the first part of August and um, I'm I'm looking at adjusting my price point on that because I felt like uh, for everything that I put in there last time I might have been maybe a little on the low side so that that monthly um, subscription will probably increase Um, and you're like well why would you increase it well during the month then I go in and I add to it so um, I feel like that is you know it's it's a it's a refreshed um, venue it's something that your child can click into I'm also looking at changing that from being um, each class kindergarten first second third fourth fifth um, I'm looking at doing more of a k2 and then a 3-5 classroom for that um, just because those kids are really working on the same um, the same things but it can be differentiated inside of the classroom so that's really a different twist on um, kind of how I originally rolled this out and so um, yeah I'm excited about that so that would be a click and learn um, type asynchronous support where you're not actually meeting with me but then on the other hand I'm also going to be running a reading camp for kids and I'm going to be doing this um, 
I'm, I'm trying to decide if I'm going to run it just one week and do like four weekly sessions where you can just pop in for one week. This is what you get. Or if I'm going to be doing something more along the lines of let's hit it for a full month. When I did my math camp last year, I did, uh, I believe it was one day per week and the kids hopped in and we played math games and, and, and the like. But I feel I felt like if you were going to take a vacation, that that was pretty tricky. So I'm either going to do a, a one week or um, a two week offering um, and then just get that out there. So this then comes down to me having to market it. So you can't just say, oh, I'm going to offer this and then not market it. So that is something else if you're thinking, oh, I want to do what Cheryl's doing. You have to really think about how are you going to market it and get this message out to parents because nobody else is going to do it for you. So I'm also looking at some creative ways to market this um, to families. And so I will be sharing that along the way as well. Now switching over to my uh, Tech Tutor Innovate where I'm a tech coach for uh, tutors. I am so excited. I've got five um, members in the group. Two are just visiting and trying to decide if they're going to join. And we are going to be rolling out how do you put these ed hubs together for learners? And I think, um, you know, it, it is very challenging. I actually had a private conversation uh, with one of my um, clients who's um, asking me to do some private coaching. And she's a full-time teacher and she does uh, English language arts. And so she was kind of looking for like, how can I put together a writing course for kids? And I really had to um, change her mentality just a minute, I'm going to turn here. All right, we got that corner done. To change her mentality on um, her thinking. Because I think as teachers, we want kids to pass a test. We want kids to do something else. But I said, as a tutor offering a summer program, you either need to be feeling filling a need as far as like filling in the gaps or you need to look at it as enrichment or challenge. And so that was really kind of um, the conversation that I had with her. And um, she said, oh, I needed to hear that. And I think we do have to wrap our heads around that. We want to serve our families the best way possible. But I think in reality, we also need to understand that there are limitations on what can be done over the summer. And if you're only going to be meeting with students, let's say for one or two months, you're looking at between 8 and 16 lessons um, if they're meeting with you twice a week. And that right there is a stumbling block. It's not like you're, you've got this huge amount of time. So I helped her kind of script out um, a, a, a timeline um, that she could at least get started. She can rip that thing apart and go, nope, I don't want to do it, but that was a great place to start. Uh, because I feel like you have to, it, it really comes down to instructional design. How are you going to provide this information to parents so that students can be successful and you're working with the student. So, you know, how are you going to share this information in a way that makes sense to everybody, to you as the teacher, to the parents, as the purchaser, to the child, the one who's having that experience. And that's what we're working on in the tech uh, tutor hub. Um, and so that our first meeting is coming in for to talk about Google and filling out your summer programming. That's what we're really going to be hitting. Um, this summer, that is, or excuse me, <laughs> I gotta, gotta think here, getting ready for this summer. So February 6th, we're really going to talk about, you know, what's your goal? How are you going to share the information? Who's your audience? What would you be your price point? And really getting going on that. And then we're going to get into, okay, now that you have this and you know your availability, you know your resources, what 
what is it? How are you going to do it? Are you going to present it in person? Are you going to do one-to-one sessions? Are you going to do small groups online? Are you going to rent a space? Um, and then let's get this on paper. Like, what does your your actual lesson plan look like? And it really does come down to that. It truly is a lesson plan that you are putting together to share with these families and that's how you market it you have to tell them can't be this big secret about what you're going to do you need to lay it out for them because they want to know so I'm just really excited to like share this with other people and show them the path that I have taken um, to creating these resources for families and so that's that's what we're doing and I've got some incredible educators who are joining me for the ride um, and they're it's very versified diversified um, some of some are reading tutors some are math tutors um, uh, I had a music instructor show interest I don't know if she's actually going to join us or not but you know it's it's not I don't just work with one uh, I want to say genre or one type of tutor um, I I provide this service for more than that. So if you're a a teacher, a parent who's got an expertise, maybe you want to, maybe you want to do a cooking class, but you don't want to present it on out school. Okay, well then what is the, what is the class going to be? How are you going to find your audience? How are you going to present this information? So um, I'm helping teachers and tutors outline that. Now, there's no guarantee that this is going to work because guess what? You have to do the work to get the message out. And so there is a little bit of a hustle here. I mean, these people are committed. They're going to have to get this information out. But guess what? Here's the other thing. They all either have Instagram or Facebook already going. Things like Linktree or maybe they've got um, a web page. And so they're just going to have to keep driving people to that and creating interest. And so we are really going to talk about the importance of that. You can't create it and then expect people to come. You need to come up with the idea, create it, get the news out, build excitement, maybe give it away free free to a few people. Maybe you're going to rent it in June for free and in July you're going to charge. I don't know, but you're going to have to get it out there somehow to get people interested in it. Um, but this whole idea of having an ed hub, um, is, it has saved me so many times, you guys. Um, and I, if you followed my social media and saw my post on uh, yesterday, Saturday, I was supposed to meet with a young uh, girl in the Omaha metropolitan area. And I live north of there an hour away. So we meet online. All of a sudden, my electricity goes out. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I have no power. Okay, don't panic. Your phone is completely charged. Your tablet's completely charged. I thought for a moment, oh, I'll just meet on my phone. And then I was like, no, it's just too small. I, you know, I can do it, but I really want to see it. So I hopped on my tablet. I was with her in under a minute, um, got online, um, and did my whole lesson. Well, how was I able to do that? I was able to do that because I have my Google classroom set up and I met with Charlotte and I had all of Charlotte's things there. And it was very smooth, very smooth, very timeless, seamless. I mean, we just were able to do it because we've done it so many times. And so that's where it comes down to systems and really being ready to go for your audience. All right. Well, I am almost to my destination. I hope that I have given you lots of things to think about. I hope that you will, um, continue to join me for uh, the information that I share. If this is something that's been valuable to you, please like and share it and pass it on to somebody else. You guys uh, make it a great day and keep the learning going.